0: Good evening, Agile Acquisition enthusiasts, and welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It is Friday night, and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. So cheers. Alright, on tonight's episode, we are going to be talking about gratuitous software license agreements. Get your head out of the gutter. Okay. Well, actually, more specifically, we're going to be talking about whether or not a gratuitous license agreement is required when a vendor offers a free trial of software. This is an interesting question. It made even more interesting because, really, quite frankly, there isn't case law, there isn't FAR uh, provisions relating to this, and there really isn't any specific guidance. So what do we do with that? Well, as most people will say, if the FAR doesn't say it, say you can't, it means you can. More specifically, FAR 1.102 says, if a specific strategy, policy, practice, or procedure is in the best interest of the government and is not addressed by the FAR nor prohibited by law, statute or case law, executive order or other regulation that the strategy, practice, policy, or procedure is a permissible exercise of authority. What does all that mean? Means if the FAR says you can't, you can. So, since the FAR does not specifically say we cannot accept free software for trial purposes, Can we accept it? A lot of that depends, like most things. Uh, That's why we have contracting officers and lawyers to help us work through this. But on its most basic premise, let's think about the problem that we're trying to solve and the problem that we could potentially cause. So the big concern of the government accepting free anything uh, is an Anti-Deficiency Act violation. So a lot of times you'll hear uh, gratuitous agreements when it comes to planning parties or hosting events uh, with regards to location and food and what can be provided and what can't. The gratuitous agreement is intended to ensure that when the government does accept services or goods uh, that are intended to be free that the vendor doesn't then come back and say, now that you've used this, you owe me all this money. And since that money wasn't appropriated, approved, Uh, commit it or obligate it, you would now potentially have an Anti-Deficiency Act violation. That is no good. Go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Uh, In this particular case, however, uh, especially if the company offers free trial uh, licenses as a business practice, so anyone who wants their software can access the software on a trial basis, this is the, uh, then essentially an understood end-user license agreement. There is no method for the vendor to come back and ask for repayment. So when should we and when shouldn't we use free trial license agreements? Well, the government should not, by practice, use free anything for something that they would otherwise pay for or that for which funds have been appropriated to do. Uh, so in other words, you shouldn't use trial software license agreements to circumvent an actual requirement of the federal government. So when should you use it? Well, certainly for market research. In fact, FAR Part 10 is pretty explicit that the the federal government should do market research to the greatest extent they can and to use all the measures at their disposal. Certainly getting your hands on free trial software and working through it and seeing how well that software might work towards meeting your requirement seems to be appropriate uh, and consistent with the FAR 10 intentions. other concerns around accepting the free trial is does it create a FAR Part 9 issue, and an uh, uh, organizational conflict of interest, have you somehow become biased by using free trial software before conducting a source selection? This one's a little bit touchy, but most likely the answer would be no. Hopefully if you're using free trial software for the purposes of market research, you are using all of the free trial software at your disposal in that given market, so you're getting to experiment all of them equal equally if certain companies don't provide that then there's a couple of options that should be considered you know potentially reaching out to those companies asking for a demo version of it or something that you can play with or just basically not factoring into your actual selection process your experience with the free trial software but actually using the free trial software to build potentially a short list or to better understand what your own needs are uh, so uh, kind of a swirly twirly uh, opinion there on on free trial software so to summarize it for you uh, free trial software can be used it should be used for market research purposes or for just general experience to understand the capabilities that are out there in industry it should not be used to circumvent a requirement that uh, for which funds have been appropriated for Uh, it should not be used for the purposes of making a final selection decision if you have another process in place um, that could be part of it potentially but then it should be requested from all vendors okay Uh, so pretty gratuitous Uh, i hope you enjoyed this if you did give me a thumbs up feel free to leave a comment underneath Uh, as always remember to subscribe and until next week cheers